Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, we're going to talk about players you can drop safely. Again, the droppables episode. I did this last week. LaVisca Chenault made my list, and then Chark gets hurt, and Chenault goes off, right? That's just how things work, right? Can't plan for injury too much, but what we're going to do in this one, we're going to give you two players each that are owned in over 50% of leagues on ESPN right now that we feel you should feel you know, you can drop safely. Like, And it's not just saying you go out of your way to drop them. It's more of like, okay, you need to make a move. You need to pick somebody else up. These are the guys you can drop if you're, you know, maybe you've had a really good bench. And this is the back end of your bench. Don't hesitate. If you really need to make the move, go make a drop here. So we got two players each. Jeff, who's the first guy you're going to pick that you can drop? That means he'll go off in week five. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, the first guy that I feel fine dropping would be a Cole Beasley. He's rostered in 82.1% of ESPN leagues. Um, he's on a good offense. He's going to have a few good games here and there. But I, I feel like he's one of those that that you're, you're going to be lucky if you're playing him during one of those games. And, um, I, you know, uh, anyway, I, I just don't think he has enough upside in order for me to really keep him around if I'm looking to roster someone else that could really benefit me. So Cole Beasley would be one of those guys that I have no issue dropping. And he's, and he's owned in over 80% of leagues, which is, you know, significant. Well, so um, and, and it's not even just that. Emmanuel Sanders has really emerged there. And which is surprising, like 34-year-old Emmanuel Sanders. He just keeps doing well. And he's emerged. And Beasley, you know, you're going to get some flack for this, for Beasley, because people are going to be like, oh, he can get catches, PPR, or whatever. Well, first off, I hate PPR. But second of all, um, second off, I just, I agree. He's like, he's becoming their third in a way. But it's more like, yeah, you don't, you never feel good. Like, okay, and I like to say too, we're talking more 10, 10 team leagues to 12 team leagues right here. We're in that range, right? 10 to 12. Team leagues, yeah, fourteen team leagues different. You're not going to drop, drop Cole Beasley on. 14 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So ten to twelve, just get that, you know, that little disclaimer. You don't feel good ever if Cole Beasley's in your starting lineup, now, do you? You just don't. Like, right? There's just no way you feel good about that. No, and if you if you're starting him, you're really you're not looking for touchdown upside. You're not even looking for yardage, like you said. It, you would be probably in a PPR league, and you're kind of like, I hope it's one of the games he catches ten balls for you know, whatever, 50, 50 yards. Like, well, and he, that, he might, that's how but... he would get his points. And yeah, in two of the games, he would have done well in, in full PPR. But overall, I'm, I'm, you know, and that is when Josh Allen is, you know, he runs, he throws a manual. Obviously, Diggs is there. You get the tight end involved. Zach Moss is, you know, vulturing touchdowns. There's a, a lot of weapons there. I, I just do not ever feel that great about Cole Beasley. And like I said, you're not going out of your way to drop him. But you're dropping yeah. these people because you're kind of like, I have to make room for people that could really benefit me. That guy's probably not, shouldn't be in your lineup. Yep. All right. My first guy, I'm doubling down on what I said last week because I got a lot of hate for this one, honestly, on Instagram, especially after I posted this. I'm going, Kenyon Drake, he's owned in 88% of leagues. Kenyon Drake is not involved in this offense. He, the talk is always, well, you know, he could get a chance if Jacobs goes down. Jacobs went down, right? Josh Jacobs went down. You know who played? Peyton Barber played. Kenyon Drake is absolutely worthless to me. 
he is worthless in fan in fantasy. He's probably a fine guy. He's worthless in fantasy football. He had one carry for two yards this past week. The game where Jacobs is out, he gets eight carries for 24 yards. Sure, he caught some balls in the first couple of games. He caught five balls each of the first two games, but he had six carries for 11 yards, seven carries for nine yards. He's not worthwhile keeping on a team right now. He's just not, even if he gets an opportunity. Right now, Kenny and Drake is just wasting a spot on your bench that you could go take a shot at somebody. Make me, I don't know who, but just anybody, to be honest, take a shot on anybody. <laughs> just, I, I have no use for Kenny and Drake. And I, I don't know why this is actually like struck a nerve with people last week. And you know what? Screw you guys. Drop them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds how you really feel. Uh- <laughs> Um, I, I, besides for that last part, I agree with you. <laughs> oh, no, you agree. You agree with that last, other part, too. You agree. No, I, no, I Jay, you, you agree I, with the any, oh, yeah. any Kenyan Drake lover. Screw you. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't get the love. I mean, completely honest here. I do not get the love. I know that at one point he looked like he, he had an opportunity to be the real deal. And last year he did pretty well, but you, how they're using him and what he's been performing at. You're absolutely right. And if, if he can't get it done when Josh Jacobs is out, he doesn't have much of much use when he's definitely in. Um, so I, I would agree with you. I think, I think, and I like that one too, because what percentage he's probably owned in. 88%. Cra- yeah. And I think that is a good one to try to go to the highest percentage owned to say, Hey, this guy's just not working out. I know why people have him. I know why you drafted him. Totally, right, I get, it. get I get that, go. but yeah, but yeah, right now he has not been performing, and even worse, he's buried on the and you're buried, and they're winning, not using him. So there's yep. no reason to restructure the way they're doing it. Yep, yep. All right, who's your other? Right. Who's your other pick? My other pick, and um, I'm going to go running back as well on this one. It's not as drastic as that, but he is owned in nearly seventy percent of leagues. But Sony Michelle, um. Look, I, I get it. If you have Henderson and you're using him as a as a uh, handcuff, I get that. But even when Henderson went down, Sonny Michelle didn't look all that good. He he doesn't catch a lot of balls, so he's not like a PPR darling at, at running back. And even when he got 20 catches, he only managed 67 yards out of it. He, he's just not quite there yet. And I would rather take a shot because he's never going to be in your starting lineup, especially if you have Henderson. I get the, if, if there's no one else you want, keep him obviously as a handcuff, but if you're trying to improve your team, I have no issue dropping the guy whatsoever. So Sony Michelle would be a, one of those guys for me. Yeah. I'm completely on board with that. Cause he, he got a shot and it just didn't, he didn't, he had 20 some carries and he just didn't turn it into much. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't great. And so, yeah, I'm completely okay with Sony Michelle. I was going to drop him in the league. I had him in this week, except I was able to package him in a trade. So you know, I was able to you know trade him to the Daryl Henderson owner. So go do that if you can, right? But yeah, I'm 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 with you on Sony Michelle. I just I don't see it. Even if he got the opportunity, it just doesn't seem like. I feel like if he he had those 20 carries, but if again if he gets an opportunity, Henderson goes down. I feel like it's going to be more of let's just see what Stafford can do slinging the ball around, and not really worry on Sony Michelle. So yeah, I'm with you. All right, my my other guy, it's going to be a running back as well, and it's a guy who made my list last week as well. But I'm going to double down again. And I think people are going to be blinded by a touchdown this past week, but it's Ronald Jones. So we cut, he had a nice, he had a nice touchdown in that game against the Patriots. So it's, you know, on, you know, Sunday night, it's everyone saw, he looked like on one play, he looked fine. Right. But that was one play overall in that game. He was six carries for 25 yards. Here's Ronald Jones numbers for the year. 
four carries, 14 yards, six catches or six carries, 27 yards, five carries, 11 yards, then six carries, 25 yards. He gets that one touchdown in the four games. He has one catch for nine yards on the season. So this is four games so far for Ronald Jones, 21 carries, 77 yards, one touchdown, one catch, nine yards. That is four games worth of work. Leonard Fournette is clearly overtaken, but it's not even just that. I don't really care who the starting running back is on this team. That person's not going to be, if, if Fournette goes down as Ronald Jones, I'm not going to be like, oh, wow, I, I missed a chance to have Ronald Jones on my team because now he's going to be the, the guy. I don't think whoever the guy is at running back is going to be amazingly valuable. They're going to sling the ball around too. It's going to be Tom Brady throwing it to Evans and Godwin and Brown and hopefully Gronk soon again. You know, that's what's going to be happening. Ronald Jones, it, it's not crazy. He's like in 54% of leagues, but he's been a name that people have held on to, but no, you don't need to anymore. Just, just cut ties. Don't have him waste a spot on your bench. Get rid of Ronald Jones. Agreed. I mean, there's just, uh, uh, you know, I mean, he, he had a really good year last year. It's, it's too bad to see this happening, but this year is going to be a lost year for him. I mean, that's yeah. what it's looking like. You have yeah. Tom Brady playing at a very high level and they're not using him in the passing game. So the, the upside is so capped. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I have no issue getting rid of him. Yeah, so you know, those are our two guys. I was to throw some other names to you quick that are up over fifty percent. Tell me what you think but, about them. I was gonna say, let me let me throw in one that the yeah. short list, and and I think we yeah. mentioned him last time, but I yeah, I know that there's still a little hope for him, but uh, I have no issue dropping Robbie Anderson, and I know he is up there um, with over eighty percent as well, and he's also not a PPR like darling. They tried to force him the ball eleven times last week. He only caught five of them. He has not been that that deep threat that they once had. I don't know if Darnold and him just aren't on the same page, and maybe they will later on. But right now, I I, I have no well, issue dropping dropping Anderson. Yeah, you could tell they tried to force feed him. And if if what you're gonna hold your hat on as a Robbie Anderson person here and be like, well, see, they're trying to get the ball, and it's five catches, forty six yards. You're not clinging to much. Like you can, yeah. you know, just don't. You know, he's not. He's, he's Robbie Anderson. Okay, like just don't. Don't worry. Like you're fine. You can find a Robbie Anderson if you need one. Like they're there. There's plenty of these guys. Go, I'd rather have Jamison Crowder. So just, mm-hmm. you know, I'd rather have Cole Beasley, to be honest, almost anyway. No, it's close. <laughs> but no, yeah, Robbie Anderson, PPR, I probably would. Yeah. Yeah. But Robbie Anderson does have some upside. Like we know it's there, but it's just not, I don't know. It's just not happening right now. Again, I'm not saying go drop Robbie Anderson if you just for whatever, but if you need to. Robbie Anderson is more of one of those. If you need the spot, go, you know, find another guy. No problem. But like, yeah, just don't, you don't have to go out of your way to do it, but also don't feel bad about doing it. Yeah. So other guys, um, which I think this is going to go down because what's happening, but Tyson Williams is still like 70% owned. It seems like he's pretty much clearly droppable. I think at this point with how that Ravens backfield, he was a healthy scratch. So that's not good. So I would be fine. I'm sure you're good with Tyson Williams. If you have to drop him, obviously drop him. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm less so than the other ones because you're kind of just hoping. And here's my thing with him. That's a very interesting one because it is. Yeah, I haven't seen the other running backs do anything that is really exciting. I haven't no. seen Williams do anything exciting either. Don't get me wrong, but I think that there's still a chance for him to carve out a a major role there. But it's going to be a long process. It's going to be over the entire course of the year. So I, I agree with you, but he does have upside still for me just because I'm, I'm like Latavius, even though I, I, I mean, everyone knows I was kind of like, oh, he'd be the one I want. 
technically I'm right, but he has not done as well as I, I thought he was going to do. I mean, you have the Freeman, you Freeman, you have a bunch of old running backs. And, uh, you know, at, at some point, I just feel like Tyson might make the uh, make the comeback. Right. How about um, so Jalen Rager's owned in 58 percent of leagues yet? You can. I have. No, I, I he was another. Right. Was on my short it's just, list. No, it, no it's issue just, dropping him. It's just not happening. Right. It's just not happening. No. Um, how about Robert Tanyan, Tanyan, whatever you want to call him. He, oh, I, have um, no, I have no issue with that too. I'm, he's I'm 80% hater, of right? leagues. Yeah, he's at 80% of leagues right now. I mean, look, he I know tight end I mean, is, this is. Yeah, tight end's uh, obviously slim, but he has eight catches for 74 yards in the entire season. Yeah, he had one game where he caught a touchdown in week two against Detroit. Yeah. And, and you're kind of like, okay, I realize with tight end, it's touchdown dependent. But you go drop him. Not a, he's not in the plans. And he, no. he, his entire thing was based on like a three or four week window mm-hmm. of last year where he did incredibly well. And then everything else was a ghost land. Yep. Could that happen again? Sure. But you're, you're grasping at straws here. There, you know, I, I'd much rather have a different tight end that could well, possibly bust there's out. There's not a lot of tight end options, but I'd rather have Dawson Knox. I'd rather have Dalton Schultz, like those kind of guys, like who are more involved I, in their teams. I, was, I would I'd much rather have, uh, I would take a, a risk on Janu Henry and Hunter or Hunter Henry, Hunter, <laughs> Hunter Henry and Janu Smith. I, I like both of those guys upside a lot more. Um, I'd, and I'd probably rather have Jared Cook. Yeah, know? I mean, even they're trying to get the ball to. I mean, this one sounds bad, but they're they're trying to get the ball to Evan Ingram. I would probably rather have him than Tanyan. Yeah, uh, he's just not he's just not in plans anymore. I don't nothing. Yeah, no. but all right, those are a couple of names. I don't know if you have any other names on your short list that were you considered or that's pretty much what we got. I think that's pretty much it. Yep. We, we yeah, kind of so nailed them. If you need to, if you need to drop some guys, you know, go ahead. You know what? I'm very, we're only a couple weeks away from miles Gaskin making this list. Just a prediction of mine. I'm not telling you to do it yet, obviously, but miles <laughs> Gaskin will make this list in a few weeks. I guarantee you. <laughs> You're right. Uh, here's two other names and they're a little more, I guess this would be more just to piss people off. But I want it, I want like seriously, if you have a stack team for whatever reason, and the first name I'm going to throw out there is Marvin Jones Jr. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm good. You with have no issue Marvin with Jones. that. He had, no, he had, I really know a good first two weeks, and then he kind of reverted back to what I assume he's going to be. Okay, I mean, I can understand his he's he's useful, right? But at the same time, he's nothing crazy, and he's rostered in ninety four percent of leagues. See, it's a similar argument to what I was talking about with Beasley. I get these players are, I get why they're on rosters. I hundred percent understand it. But I've always felt like if they're in your starting lineup, you're feeling pretty terrible about yourself. If you're in the, if they're in their, your starting lineup before bye weeks, you don't feel good at all about it. So yeah, Marvin Jones is one of those guys. I, I just don't, I don't love that Jacksonville offense. Like in anything, they played better this past, like last week, but nothing about Jacksonville. That, that whole team's a mess. Urban Meyer's a mess. So <laughs> no, you know. no, no. He is handling his business. His life is fine. <laughs> yeah, no issues, right? The dude didn't yeah. even fly home with his team after that game. Like he is gonna lose half his stuff, man. <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> I'm uh there's one more name I want to bring up, and he is currently rostered in 95.4% of leagues. And I am serious when I actually say this. I never thought I would say this. Juju. Right now, this is, yeah. this is his his uh his week and how it's been going. And this is a lot of it is Pittsburgh has just not been doing well, right? You have Deontay Johnson, you have Claypool. Uh, obviously, Najee is getting a lot of touches. Uh, first week, four receptions for 52 yards. 
And then week two against Las Vegas, six catches, 41 yards. Then three catches for 25, two catches for 11. He hasn't caught a touchdown yet. The only time he did, he went in double digits is because in week two, he got one rushing touchdown that was for three yards, which is well, not going to be the usual. It's crazy. He is, you're, you're I mean, he's never right. going to be, he's never going to be in your lineup. I mean, once again, and, and with the offense and the way it goes, it's a little more crowded. Big Ben does not look the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. Unless they switch out quarterbacks, I don't know what would change for him. So, like, in all seriousness, what do you think about Juju? 95% is, of people own him. He is extremely close to being on this list, I would say. he Maybe he's not there this week, but if we get – I mean, he's been putting up these bad games with, like – so two weeks ago there was no Deontay Johnson. This past week there's no Chase Claypool. They haven't had the full receivers, and he still can't put up numbers. What happens when everyone's healthy? When Chase Click was back and Deontay's still there, like, what happens? Where's where do his catches come from? And Ben Roethlisberger, this isn't all juju. Roethlisberger's no. done. He's done, and there's nobody waiting behind him that can come in and play. Like they Has did not plan this, yeah, right? I mean, I guess, I guess and that's, he's maybe, the only one. Maybe you know what? Haskins is probably Haskins, Haskins is probably better at this point. Like the way honestly, from what I've seen from Roethlisberger, he truly well, is. Yeah, I mean, in, in preseason, yeah, I would. I yeah. honestly would probably. Gave it, give him the opportunity. Roethlisberger is holding this team back. And now I think I know why they have nobody. If you saw like the whole um, him and uh, Rogers and Tomlin looking at each other during the game, um, Tomlin wants Rogers. I think Rogers wants Tomlin. So we might see that next year. Oh my but God. Bro- Rogers could like <laughs> up with that offense. Yeah. I know it. After he saw that, I think there's a, that's a very real, that's a, that would be a great opportunity for Rogers to go to. Um, he should. Roethlisberger's done. He's going to hold these guys back. He's going to hold in. If, I would say one more week of Juju with like three catches for 15 yards. There's no point. You're holding at that point, you're holding a name. You're holding name value. And that's it. I mean, right now I would try to, and you probably can't do anything straight up, even though I would take nearly yeah. anything for Juju at the moment. I would try to package him with someone else and get one player and just say he's a, a throw yeah. in. And, and most people, depending on how large the other names are, most people would be like, man, I don't, I don't want him. <laughs> don't take him out. Take him out of the trade. I would probably take anything I could for him at this point. I just He's don't think just, there's a lot of upside. And, and it's not because he doesn't have upside. I don't know. I, it's this whole, the whole it, team. Like, I just don't, I don't trust, I don't trust that offense. I don't trust Ben. Yeah. I don't trust it. So he wasn't, he wasn't all that good last year either. I mean, let's be no, honest. Like, he really he hasn't, hasn't been the same I mean, ever since Antonio Brown left. There's a reason why he only signed a one year, like $8 million deal when these days when wide receivers are getting big contracts and Juju, can you imagine? Like it's crazy to think Juju at like 24 years old, 25 years old, whatever he is, 24 years old. After having a massive year when he was 22, he doesn't even get a long-term deal. Like, man, you would have never thought that this guy two years ago, teams would have paid him whatever they wanted thinking that they have their number one wide receiver locked up for a decade. Look at somebody like Galladay gets Galladay gets all kinds of big money. Like Juju can't get anything. Like like, three games. Man. Crazy, I, man, Juju. Like that is like that is a one big fall. Like it, it does. You don't. You don't usually see it like that. No, I mean that's like does. a. That's almost like a. I mean, it's more than I was going to say. It's kind of like a Beckham fall. But well, at least Beckham is injury. Yeah, I say this is not even injury based. You know, and he was twenty two when he put up that. I mean, Antonio Brown. I guess we didn't like really. People didn't appreciate the impact that Antonio Brown had because that's why Juju did what he did. It's having Antonio Brown opposite of him. Oh yeah, being number two is definitely suits him a lot better. But I mean, yeah. uh, well, now uh, it's just, we I don't want to. I don't want just... to crap on the guy too much because you're absolutely right. Big Ben had a wonderful career, and he was a very good quarterback. He's but just done now. He's done. Yeah, he he does not look good. He can't play. He cannot play. He's holding them back completely. And if they don't make a switch, 
mean, man, shoot, never would have thought of it. Yeah, Haskins might be a better option. So Rudolph's not. But <laughs> no, no, that's, that's not going to prove anything. <laughs> no, but all right, that'll do it. That'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time.